Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. How's it going? Ah, uh, you know. Wait, do you? I don't. Wait. I mean, you kind of should. We've been talking to each other for a while. Hmm. I was supposed sort to be of. paying attention to any of that. No, no, that's that's Phew. never a requirement in our friendship. It's best if you don't. I think that's one of the only reasons we've lasted so long. Because I literally don't listen to you a lot of the time. You edit out most of it. It's for the best. Yeah, I suppose so. Hey, Amber, welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Wonderful. Um, Man, it is not fun to record in the summer without the air conditioning on, is it? No, no, it really isn't. I, I know my summer starts a little bit earlier than yours just mm-hmm. because of all the pavement and the being off the ground up in the many floors of a building. Undisclosed number of floors in the building. An undisclosed number of floors in an undisclosed building in Brooklyn somewhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, no, I know. But then once your summer does start, it's uh, that that sweet, sweet, humid fist closes around you real fast. Thank you, the Northeast. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, and I turned off my AC just a little while ago, and um, my dog Pickle's lying behind me, and I do worry she's going to like sit up and turn around and pant a bunch of the microphone, so... Pre-apologies for that, listeners. Oh, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's, that is going to be a fun, audiological challenge for Neophyte. Yeah. Sound editor friend here. Editor Amber. That's right. Oh, Lord. I've got to learn how to actually do it. Or not. I mean, One day. I, maybe. It's important to have life goals. And if you achieve those goals, what do you have left? You make a very good point. Better not to try. Thank you. Thank you for understanding my ethos. <laughs> Hey, Amber, we watched a movie today. Oh, we so watched a movie today. We watched a movie while the air conditioner was on, which was We'd... another really good thing about this movie. <laughs> What's the fact that the air conditioner was on? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I mean, we could have done anything then. Oh, sorry, I was just reminiscing about the days we had the air conditioner on. Okay. So, hey, Amber, we watched uh, The Last Witch Hunter today. We did watch The Last Witch Hunter today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Last Witch Hunter is another Vin Diesel movie, um, as um, you may remember him from Pitch Black. From such movies as mm-hmm. Pitch Black. Yes. Um, and Vin Diesel is the Last Witch Hunter. Um, it's my understanding that Vin Diesel essentially like pushed this movie to get made because he's a big D&D guy and he wanted a D&D type movie fantasy out there and so he made this happen because he's Vin Diesel and he can do whatever he wants I mean if I had magical movie making powers yeah fuck yeah mm-hmm. yeah get exactly. my wildest fantasies turned into real life I get to pretend to be a sword wielding witch murderer person oh. mainly because of all the Hansel and Gretel witch hunter I've been watching do we yeah. hate witches <clears throat> we might hate witches well, both of the Hansel and Gretel in this movie have good witches in them as well. So we don't That's hate true. all witches. We don't hate all witches. We just hate the bad ones. Mm-hmm. The ones that, that try to take over the world with plague. What are they trying to do in the... Well, they weren't even trying to take over the world in Hansel and Gretel. They were just trying to be fire retardant. They just didn't want to be burned by fire. Right. Which... But they were still probably dicks. I think we were we were going on the the basic fact that they were dicks. Well, they were were they were willing to murder twelve children 
in order to be fireproof. Man, is it bad that I'm thinking you got to break some eggs? Uh, Amber, yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Good. See, this is why I check in with you. Mm -hmm. It's important to have that sounding board in times like these. Yes, agreed. The movie starts in medieval times. Vin Diesel is colder. He's a witch hunter. He and his posse go hunt the witch queen, Uh, The Witch Queen has unleashed the Black Plague in order to try to wipe out humanity. And Vin Diesel catches the Witch Queen and murderifies her. But not before she curses him with eternal life and links her heart to his heart. Which is a fact he doesn't know but spends the rest of the movie kind of learning bits and pieces of. Um... Then we flash forward, and we are now in modern times, 800 years later. Vin Diesel is an immortal witch hunter still, um, although he has his own code where he doesn't just willy-nilly go killing witches now. He only gets the bad ones, and he kind of tries to teach the young witches that they have more power than they think, and they need to kind of learn. And we also meet Michael Caine. Michael Caine is... Um, Dolan number 36, which is essentially Vin Diesel's handler. He helps Vin Diesel, I don't know, do stuff. He writes down everything Vin Diesel does. He's his friend, his confidant, his lover, question mark. Mm, He does intimate that they are more intimate than -hmm. he is with anyone else. Yes. But then Michael Caine says that he should look for someone more comely, But he says it in British, so, you know, it's funnier and more charming. It is. It's very true. Michael Keane um, is also retiring, um, and Elijah Wood is going to be Dolan number 37. Um, But then Michael Keane um, dies. He just just dies. It's very sad, Ember. It's very sad. But Vin Diesel is very suspicious because he knows people who have grown old, he know people knows people who have died, and he knows people who've retired, but rarely on the same day. So I guess it's time to do some <laughs> investigating. I guess it's investigation time. Vin Diesel finds out that Michael Caine is not actually dead, but he's been cursed by witches, witches that have learned from Michael Caine that the witches, the queen witch, is heart is still alive and. They are trying to resurrect the Witch Queen. So they find out where her heart is from Michael Caine. They steal the heart. Michael uh, Caine leaves a message for Vin Diesel saying, remember your death, which is kind of what the middle whole hour of the movie is about. Vin Diesel trying to find ways in order to remember his death and find out that the Witch Queen's heart is still alive and that his immortality is linked to hers. Yes. And in order to discover this dark, twisted truth, mm-hmm. he needs witch magic. He does. And that brings us uh, his friend Chloe, who's played by Rose Leslie, or also Egret from Game of Thrones. And she is a quote-unquote good witch who only uses her powers, I don't know, for witchy goodness rather than for harm on people. And she helps, she's also a dream walker and she helps him remember his past. Um, where he figures out that the witch queen is being resurrected and then he goes and murderifies the witch queen. The end. 
Yep. Murderflies are all over again. Mm-hmm. No Black Plague. No was... peaceful, humanless Earth mm-hmm. full of plant life. I know. They did make it look really... Um, I think they were trying to make it look haunting, but it actually kind of... It looked idyllic. It did. They they showed, like, the city with trees and and vines growing over the whole buildings, and I think it was supposed to be kind of a, oh, no, what if this happened? It was like, oh, that, that looks lovely. It's so yes, clean please. and sunny. And look mm-hmm. at all the trees and mm-hmm. plants. Yeah. Oh, man, I bet that air smells fresh. I bet it does. Do you have any idea how many weather alert warnings I've gotten from AccuWeather just about air quality this mm. summer? Yeah. Several. Several of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've decided that we're on the Witch Queen side. Oh, I decided from the get-go. Yes, you did. Black Plague this shit up. Oh, God dear. damn. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Amber, let's talk a little bit. Let, follow me over here to the critics corner. Let's talk about what the critics said. I've been here the whole time, Megan. No, no. I never left. Oh, God. It's not was... great. There there wasn't a bathroom. Yeah, you've been sitting in the critics' corner since last week. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, it's... no. What's in that corner? Not great. That's Don't go in that corner. Oh, that, no. that corner was reserved for things that are best left unsaid. So just you stay out of that corner, come to this side of the corner with me, and we're going to be fine here in, in the part that wasn't the bathroom. Amber, what did Metacritic say about this movie? 34.65. A true stinker. Oh, man. That's even better than Rotten Tomatoes, which was 17.43. Oh, dear. Yeah, people not didn't... Not well critically received. No, people did not enjoy this movie. I, I would dispute that. I think this movie was entirely entertaining, and whether or not the plot makes any sense or... Dialogue is terribly good. Vin Diesel's having a rocking good time, and it is delightful to watch him do what he does. I like the idea of it. I appreciate some of the execution of it. I like Vin Diesel swaggering around as an immortal witch hunter with a sword and a shotgun. And just no fucks to give. Because it doesn't matter what happens. He will survive it, no matter what. Yep. Yeah, he made this movie for himself, and that's wonderful, and it, he he looks like he's having a ton of fun with it. It was birthed from his joy and his love of D&D and geekery. Mm-hmm. High fantasy. I ain't again it. Would I have appreciated a more polished script? Yeah. You know, a firmer hand on the wheel of story and conceit? Sure, because it would have made something I already enjoy, like, frickin' awesome, and it wouldn't make it so improbable that a Witch Hunter 2 will happen. Of course I want these things, but mm-hmm. I am happy with what I already have. Yes. I, I I think if you want to just quickly compare The Last Witch Hunter to Pitch Black, one of the things that was noticeably different in this one in terms of script is there was just a lot more explaining of what was happening there were a lot of lines that kind of we were like you didn't need to say that like we fucking get it yes there was a lot more of the high fantasy mansplaining exactly this is magic magic has happened here was it magic oh it was magic (laughs) twas magic that magicked the magic Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've put all the witches together the witch prison. Yes, the fucking witch prison. We saw you put the witches in the witch prison. Why? 
The witches go in the witch prison. Yeah, you explained this. You don't kill them anymore. You put them in the witch prison. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. And that's where they are. Yes, exactly. All the most powerful witches? No, they're not in the witch prison. They're actually somewhere else. I'm sorry. We were having two completely different conversations. Oh, my Let goodness. me back up. Let me back up. I'm talking about the witch prison. <laughs> oh. Granted, it doesn't matter. I am still happy to hear ridiculous, overwrought, unnecessary lines delivered by Michael Caine, Vin Diesel, and Elijah Wood. Yes. I enjoy Elijah Wood. Yeah. He's Although not... I was, there was, a, oh, actually, we should probably move on to the actual scene part. Are we done with the critics? Um, I, I almost, but I would like to say that even the bad critics or the bad reviews say it, it's terrible. It is fabulously entertaining. And right. um, it's pretty yeah and it it's just it shows you you can see you can see what he was trying to build with it yes and 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 even if it is an incomplete or imperfect showing it's still beautifully fantastical the way that he conceives of what witch magic would be in the present day and that there would kind of be an alternate culture that would still mirror humanity's culture and mm -hmm. it's it's and then, you know, I, I think some people did complain about the visuals, but I thought the visuals were great. The visuals were lovely, I thought. There a couple of clunky moments, but sure. for the most part, it was beautiful and fantastical. And yes, I am high fantasy in the modern day world. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And or madam. Yeah. I mean, and, and I guess I'm going to right now kind of transition us into um, kind of the favorite scenes and such. Wait, wait, wait. So I can I can leave the critics' corner because I, yeah, let's I get out don't the, know let's if get I got a clear fuck out of here last time, and I think that's why I never left. I was afraid, Amber, because I, I don't Amber, know if I had permission. Come with me. Let's get the I'm, fuck out of here. I'm probably gonna have to burn this one. We're gonna have to build yeah. a new one for next time. Amber, okay? look, just look. It's already on fire. Oh, it's so beautiful. So cold. Amber, let's let let's run away and don't look at the explosion behind us. No, we are men of action. Mm -hmm. We don't look at our explosions. We do not. Not when we make them. We are way too cool for that. Speaking of having an alternative witch magic culture kind of in modern day, we go to Chloe's bar. And it's just a really lovely scene. And like I could have spent a lot more time there because she's handing out these drinks that look like they've got like shiny snowflakes on them. And there's these lights. It's very like harry potter kind of just weird and lovely things going on in that bar yep it makes me it makes me feel like um a little like the magicians yes uh, yes that, that that sci-fi show that that really does a lot with tv scale visual effects the they keep coming back to kind of the witches being in touch with more nature and they're these just when we get to Chloe's apartment, there's just this kind of wall that's made of, or divider segment that's made of just all these plants and light bulbs all just kind of intertwined with each other. It's really lovely. And there's, yeah, several images like that, which are, it's, it's, a, it's a really good imagining of what that would feel like. Yeah, uh, and I think that was they definitely tried to show that as more of kind of the good witch. If you were living in tune with the general ethos of like don't magic humans and be a dick and also be a witch person, it did seem to be just kind of cool as hell plus plants. What other scenes were delightful for you, Amber? 
during the bakery scene with all the the butterflies that was a nifty effect it was yes i like that guy like that guy and his butterflies yeah so um at some point they go visit max who they say is a what 14th level warlock 14th level he's he's pretty yeah pretty intense he's played by isaac debankel plays max and he's essentially a baker who puts lots of bugs and stuff into his bakery goods and apparently um that means that they're slightly hallucinogenic or this mind-altering bugs mind-altering yes i think he's it's a public service people like to have their minds altered yeah and why not deliver it through baked goods people also like baked yeah. goods. um he also is shown to have kind of this like um flock of butterflies when he kind of tries to disappear from vin diesel butterfly smoke screen (laughs) exactly right it does not work because vin diesel has a magic jar of butterfly catching powers apparently he brought it with with him yeah if he's 800 years old and he's been hunting and studying witches of course he will have learned all of their secrets yes and he seemed to know max and was like invited into the bakery although max didn't really want to talk to him Mm-mm. I think it was all for show, you know? It's 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 like hitting up your, your CI, you know? They got to put on a show of resisting, and you've got to put on a show of being a badass, but ultimately, it's an intimate relationship of trust, and I think that they've built that over the years. And I do like that Max is not directly afraid of him, but he is afraid of people who aren't afraid of Vin Diesel. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's somebody... I don't want to cross somebody who isn't afraid of a guy who can't die. Yep. <laughs> he's a reasonable man is max mm-hmm. it's very true i i, I would feel similarly mm-hmm. i like chloe she's pretty kick-ass yep chloe's very good chloe is not only a witch but she's also a dream walker which is is a specialized type of a witch who can go into people's thoughts and dreams and either find out what they're thinking or pull them out of a dream. Vin Diesel learns this when Chloe pulls him out of a mind trap that he gets caught in, and she reveals herself to be a dreamwalker, even though she knows that that's considered a dark magic, and she's saves him knowing that it might cause him to put her in jail. She trusts him, and he trusts her because she trusts him, and then they bond. They bond. They bond. And also he learns that he doesn't need to find the potion that he's been chasing for his memory. She can give him back his memory. So you have different types of magic kind mm-hmm. of shown without being explicated, which I appreciate. Yes. They just kind of have the visuals speak for themselves. And so, you know, her mixing potions and you have, you know, the, the typical glowing and the blues and the greens and the... I like that she injects the memory potion into a maraschino cherry. Yes. Because and you're like, I'm, I'm thinking, why a cherry? And you're thinking, it's a bar, Amber. Yeah, Obviously, it's a cherry. Yeah. What else? Is she's going to inject into a lime wedge? Come on. No, that would be weird. You'd have to, you know, you just pop that cherry in the mouth. And yeah. I just, I thought it was neat. Amber, I liked that kind of apothecary-ness about it. And then Amber, did you <laughs> he say... pops the cherry in. And wait, what? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to just say, Amber, did you say pop that cherry? Anyway, go ahead. Gross, Megan. Mm, yes. Have some decorum. Never. This is a decorous show. <laughs> of course it is. We pride ourselves on not using body humor mm-hmm. or working the blue. Okay, poop corner. So anyways. So he pops that cherry. But 
He doesn't actually swallow it. She goes for a selfie because, of course, if you have the boogeyman sitting in your bar and he scared off all your clientele and forced you to make a potion for him, like, you gotta poke him a little bit if he's incapacitated. But of course he's not. She goes to take a selfie with him. And, <laughs> and I believe she says, say witch hunter. And he says, witch hunter. <laughs> and Scares she the shit out. out of her. Yeah. <laughs> and then he picks p- takes the cherry out of his mouth, looks at her, and does a very good Riddick-level delivery. Be nice. Yes, and then puts that it was... back in his mouth. That was really good. That I... was... That might be my favorite line. Be nice. Be nice. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, the, I, I loved that. That was fantastic. That was... Uh, I did enjoy that. And then, you know, doesn't work. Guy comes, murder, murder, murder. And then you have that other cool, different type of magic where he's blowing fire using powder and then sort of teleports through the floor using vines Vines. and it's creepy and unsettling and it's it's crawly it's it's you kind of have the pleasant looking natural magic of Mm -hmm. butterflies and mist and plants and then you have the unpleasant of roots and flies and maggots and they definitely kind of show light and dark magic and Yes. Play with themes of life and death and using grave dirt for dark necromantic magic and human sacrifice and witch sacrifice. and Yes. It's high fantasy, baby. It is high fantasy. Yeah, this is a very sad scene where um, Chloe's bar gets destroyed because we really liked that bar. I really liked that bar. Yeah. But money doesn't really seem to be an object for him. As her price goes from five hundred to five thousand to fifty thousand, and he says, "Let's get this show on the road." I have to assume he can rebuild that for her. Yeah, and given their close personal friendship at the end, mm-hmm. although I mean, it, it probably never does, right? Yeah, I mean, it's never. It's kind of implied that they like each other, but there's no like grand romantic anything in this movie, which I also no. enjoy. Yeah, there's just a a, a growing intimacy. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a snuggle moment when, when they find her, her friend and waitress mate yep. dead. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they seek comfort in one another. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's not too um, overly sexualized in a weird way. Nope. He's yeah. just found a buddy. Yeah, until, even... you know, she dies of natural causes because, you know, he's the only immortal thing. So... Yeah. <laughs> Every oh. relationship is fleeting... Yeah, although it is kind of implied that witches have a longer lifespan than... But they also get powerful ugly. Yeah, they do. If that one fashion show scene is anything to take away. Mm-hmm. There's a whole fashion show where it's very obvious that all of the models have uh, charmed themselves into looking not 3,000 years old. Another type of magic, another type of uh, glamour, another side of the witch community. Yeah, glamour magic. The one that's, I believe he calls it old magic, old money. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and they look down on Chloe and her... <laughs> what do they call it? Thrift, thrift shop? Thrift store. They, yeah. Thrift shop. They call her thrift shop. Yeah. yeah. Rude. Uh, so, you know, you, could, you you get a sense that there's a hierarchy in the witch community. And um, also a bureaucracy in the witch community after the scene with the witch council. And, you know, they went from a monarchy of, you know, queen, plague, no humans to a council of let's get along. Mm-hmm. And people are like, fuck your bureaucracy. Down with humanity. Pro witch queen. So it's also, you know, there's like a class struggle. There's political struggle. You've got your yeah renegade guerrilla insurgents. And you've convinced me, Amber. This is just this movie is 
it's amazing. It really it's an speaks, amazing movie. It speaks to me in a lot of ways. It's an amazing movie. I mean, there's it's, a conversation of, you know, urban decay and sprawl mm-hmm. versus return to the natural order. The witches are very anti-colonialist. It's great. I do appreciate that. Yeah. I do appreciate that. She was trying to nip that shit in the bud mm-hmm. early. Yeah, you know. Stop that if Black only, Plague. If only. Is, would there ever have been a Columbus if the Black Plague hadn't been stopped by Vin Diesel? Oh, man. Yeah. Now I'm thinking that Vin Diesel maybe isn't the hero of this movie. What have you done, Viking Vin? No, oh, no. What terror have you wrought? Yeah. Although she made the mistake of murderifying Vin Diesel's family. So, yeah. So um, let's just hit the final scene of this movie. Um, in which we, so finally Vin Diesel has found out that the whole grand plan of this was to resurrect the Witch Queen. And um, she is using the minds of the powerful imprisoned witches in order to make this, in order to come back, essentially. She's channeling all their their brain chanting in order to come back. She resurrects. She's resurrected. She's full on back. Oh, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. She's yes. using them to recreate the plague tree to Thank wipe out you. humanity. Yes, right. In the heart of New York City. Yes, she is back. They use Max to bring her back. That's right. And then she steals um, back her immortality from Vin Diesel and then uses the imprisoned witches to chant out the spell of plague. We also find out that all these, you know, they were, they seemed very moral in talking about the fact that they, they don't kill witches anymore. They imprison them. And then we find out how these witches are imprisoned, which seems to be like melded into a rock wall. And it's like that. Horrifically embedded in stone with their eyes open. And they all appeared to be screaming and contorted. Like they'd just been dragged into stone and then frozen in a pose of fear and agony. Yeah, it it very much seems like a fate worse than death. Like, I, please start killing witches again. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> don't just yeah imprison them in stone for eons. I don't. That seems like a worse plan. I guess it depends on what they did. But who am I to judge? Let's go to the witch council. Maybe all those children should have been lured to their deaths by a gummy bear tree. <laughs> yeah, oh the gummy bear tree. What kid falls for a um, line of gummy bears leading them to a gummy bear tree? Come on. That That kid is old enough and smart enough and has access to enough technology to know you don't do that shit. Order some gummy bears online, motherfucker. I can tell by your clothes you have access to cash and funds. Mm -hmm. It must have been nine or ten and yeah. Gummy bear tree. Come on. No better than that. They were too perfect. Yeah. And not covered by ants. And they weren't covered by ants. If the ants aren't eating those gummy bears, those gummy bears aren't food. Yeah. The bugs don't want it. You don't want it. Exactly right. Exactly right. So Vin Diesel asks Chloe to break the chanting chain by going into one of the prisoner's minds and essentially, I guess, just killing him. That was the plan all along, I guess. The plan Stop. did seem to be mind murder. Yes. Yeah, mind murder. Because if you die in your dream, Amber, you die in real life. You do. Which we learn when she says that to Vin Diesel as he's going into his memory. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she says, well, I need to provide a disclaimer for my insurance. Yeah. And it could be kidding 
Or we could oh. be talking about a level of witch bureaucracy that I had heretofore not imagined. Yeah. They have their own magical insurance Magic policies insurance. Yeah, and liability. Sure. And I love that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he died. Okay, well, he took the charm voluntarily. Yes, he took the charm voluntarily. But did you inform him that he could die inside of his dreams? Fuck. Ooh. I don't know. Did he sign the waiver? No. Well, well. then his family can sue you personally. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's nothing I there's can do. Best. My hands are tied. Yep. We gave you the forms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had them right there. You just had to get him to sign it. I'm so disappointed in you, Chloe. Yeah, come on, Chloe. Come on, Chloe. You know better. You're better than this. That also makes me think that if a bar burned down by magical means, wouldn't magical insurance probably cover that? She probably didn't lose everything. I would hope so. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where were we? So, Why did I do this? Yeah, so Chloe Dream murders a prisoner in order to break the chain to mm, stop the plague from being made, I guess. Yes. She, Dennis Quaid, dreamscapes him. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point, um, Vin Diesel is fighting the Witch Queen, and he's about to, um, he's about to kill her, and then we find out that, dun-dun-dun, Elijah Wood is actually on the Witch Queen side. No! Twist! Dolan 37, how could you? You took the oath. <laughs> you took the oath. And Vin Diesel saved his life when he was but a wee burn. Yeah, but we also learned that um, Elijah Wood was supposedly saved from a burning house that Vin Diesel... Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. as as a child, yes, was in a burning building. Mm-hmm. And Vin Diesel saved him. And hunted down the witches that had set the building on fire, killing the couple inside. Yep. We are led to believe that the couple of humans inside who died mm-hmm. were his parents. Yep. When in fact, his parents were the witches who set the fire in the first place. Exactly. He was born without magic. He's and born he born of witches. It. Yeah. Of witches without magic. Yeah. Um, so he's done all this in order to please the witch queen. And he brings Chloe in under gunpoint. Um, to the witch queen stops Vin Diesel from killing the witch queen. The witch queen then um, makes Chloe she 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 relinks the chain by um, making Chloe also do the plague chant. Um, at which point she also just murderifies um, Elijah Wood. Yep. If you don't have magic, you're just a human. Yep. He wants genocide. Mm-hmm. He wants to be given magical powers, and she says clay cannot be turned into gold. Yeah. She essentially said, I can't do that. Nope. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for all the help. Anyway, I'm going to let bugs eat your face. At the same time, you are magic. Can Clay truly not be turned into gold? Or is she uh, just like not into it? It's a sick burn. She's calling him Clay, not gold. That is a sick burn. Mm-hmm. It's not personalized. No. But it is sick. It is. And then, you know, he dies. That's kind of also a burn, I guess. Yeah. It's more of a bite, a insect bite. Rather than yeah, a lot a of plague, just a plague of plague flies. Mm-hmm. A murder of plague flies. Yep. A no, that's crows. Swarm of plague flies. Probably. It's locusts that plague. Yeah. So the the plague flies are released into the air in New York City, and we see like <laughs> kind of for no reason, Michael Caine looking out the window, and what does he say? 
Good morning. Well, hello, you bitch of a morning. Yeah. Something. Good morning, <laughs> bitches. Good morning. No, it's it's a bitch yeah. of a morning. Aren't, aren't you just a bitch of a morning? Hello, you bitch of a morning. Yeah. Ugly bitch of a morning. Maybe. Uh, anyway. But either way, Michael Caine, get... still alive, because yep. he was never dead in the first place. He was cursed. Mm -hmm. We get a little commentary from Michael Caine there. And so we get some more Michael Caine time, which I appreciate. Just a moment, it, but it mm -hmm. was lovely. Yep. And, um, yeah, and Vin Diesel is able to murderify the Witch Queen. He essentially throws his um, flaming sword at her and somehow channels lightning power oh right because he has the runes he has the weather runes that he uses to channel lightning power and lightning sword her to death yep you gotta iron and fire this shit yeah you do so you skewer her with the sword mm -hmm. projectile after activating these runes and then of course the the sword being made of iron and therefore metal attracts mm -hmm. the lightning mm -hmm. repeatedly and so you just have there's a sword and then chest and then lightning and then fire and then dead witch body. Yeah, except her heart. Her heart's still beating, Ember. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Is when it... she died, she exploded in a pulse of, I guess, immortality juice? Sure. <laughs> Which re-immortalized Vin Diesel. Yes, exactly right. Um, and he's about to just go ahead and kill both the heart and himself, but Chloe says, don't do it. She needs him. The mm -hmm. world needs him. Mm -hmm. When she was in the darkness, Megan, yeah. she saw things. Worse terrible the, things. Yeah, worse than the Witch Queen. And they were waiting for what? A world without him. Oh, my goodness. I have chills. I just gave myself chills. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. What well, could be worse? What What would happen without him? With a, to a the world, world, Megan. A world without Vin Diesel? Yes, I, I couldn't tell you. It'd be I don't want that world. I'm glad that she needs him. Yeah. Yeah, and so essentially um, we go on for uh, Vin Diesel, Chloe, Michael Caine um, team, Witch Hunter yep. 2. No, no more Axe and Cross Society mm -hmm. because they lied to him about the heart. Yes. And uh, no more Witch Council because they're super dead. Yes, yeah, super duper dead. The Witch Queen was not pleased with them. No. There was, you know, anytime you decide to just really take a society in a new direction... You gotta eliminate the detractors. Yeah, and so it was, it was. It was very. You gotta get rid of the council. You got rid of the. Get rid of the people who are like pro peace. Mm -hmm. You just gotta gotta wipe that element out before you can really get everybody on board with. Yeah, genocide. which is why why she killed like Max. She was gonna kill Chloe. Mm -hmm. The good witches. She was just traitors. traitors. Traitors, all of them. Exactly right. You gotta go along to get along. No. Mm-hmm. You should have been destroying all humans from the get-go. Yeah. I am disappointed in you. Peacefully Mama live. is home and she is not happy with the mess. Exactly right. Peacefully coexist. That's bullshit. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The end. Delightful. Delightful movie. I it mean, was it good? No. Of course not. It was bad. Amber, you are skipping ahead to our ratings we are not skipping ahead if we're there i didn't skip i took like a slight shuffle step because we were adjacent to the ratings it was time for ratings we talked about the end of the movie because we do that every time and then we talk about the ratings that's how this happens would you rate this movie no because i have been told i've skipped ahead Regrettable. let me wait 
for the appropriate moment to do the ratings. Hold on. Let me get in the moment. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. balls. Yep, yep, yep. Where's that last one? K. You remember them all. I did this time. That's that's fantastic. I went real slow. My little mind could keep up with me. <laughs> Everything just so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a balls movie. Yeah. Super crazy balls. Yep. It's it could have been better, but it didn't need to be to entertain me. Mm-hmm. It did ridiculous things. It could have been a little bit embrace the silliness. But I also yeah. appreciate the grim. I'm going to commit to the high fantasy seriousness of this moment. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I love to see Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel around. Michael Caine is um, a delight. Elijah Wood, they don't, he disappears for most of the movie, but he's fun when we see him. Rose Leslie's great. Yeah. It does feel like he was edited out. It does a little bit. He just kind of is in the beginning and the very end. He's not part of the whole memory, searching for memory thing. No, that's mostly him and Chloe. Yeah. Which is a shame. I like Elijah Wood. Yeah, agreed. I think and the, the parts that he w- was in, he was good in them, you know? Mm-hmm. That kind of earnest, they really use the the earnest blue eyes. Yeah, the wide-eyed. Young, boyish. New priest, yeah. Yeah. Like, I am I am here to do my duty. I am sworn to you. I'm going to do the right thing. I don't, it doesn't look like a murder. Oh my goodness, it was a murder. Mm-hmm. I know the things about witch magic. I have studied up. Mm-hmm. I, you saved me once upon a time. I understand I have a lot to learn. Oh, motherfucker! Double cross! Double cross. Hey, Emma, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Did that surprise you? Elijah Wood's twist? That is a good question. I know I it... don't remember. Hmm. I it... think it did. Yeah, I yeah. think it did. Me too. I think I was genuinely surprised by that. Yeah. Partially because it didn't seem... I guess it's hard to keep up with a movie that just kind of does whatever the fuck it wants, mm-hmm. which I love. You know, yeah. it's hard to kind of then anticipate what it's going to do. If if it decides to do something twisty, yeah, you're not necessarily in a mindset to be figuring those things out because it's just throwing a lot at you. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, they do not... Um, yeah, they do not foreshadow Elijah Wood being a bad guy, like even a little bit in the beginning of the movie, I feel. No, I think if... I honestly think if they had had him in more of the movie, mm-hmm. then they may have. Right. Because there, there might have been instances when he was too helpful or knew too much or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they might have been tempted to kind of do a little, ooh, mm-hmm. why did he just say that? Yep. You'll learn later. Yep. Um, but they just cut about, so. Yeah. <laughs> it, does, it does seem like he was just in a whole bunch of scenes and they're like, yeah, we're not going to use any of these. But yeah although i'm completely okay with it when they come in under you know under two hours like oh definitely we didn't need those scenes if they existed probably not no but yeah i I think yeah i I didn't i didn't see that coming because yeah again it didn't seem necessary i mean he's he's up against an immortal super powerful magic using witch and he has a sword and no posse this time Mm -hmm. he didn't really need to be double crossed he was already kind of boned yeah, yeah. Definitely oh, didn't yeah. help anything. Yeah, craze balls. I support it. Little brain candy. Put this in your eye sockets. Yeah. Agreed. It's Vin Diesel. Watch it's Vin it. Diesel. Yeah, it's Vin Diesel. Being Vin Diesel and loving it. Mm-hmm. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do a Abby story? Yes, I will do an Abby story. This one goes back quite a while. Um, when Abby was... I think she was 
under a year old. Um, I was watching her and my dog Pickle came in and um, jumped on the bed and then kind of like did the doggy thing where she kind of um, walked around in a circle and then just kind of lay down with a big harumph. Um, and Abby thought that was really funny because Pickle made kind of a just a sound when she lay down. And we happened to have a little a little stuffed dog. And so I kind of, just to make her, make the, you know, 10-month-old laugh, I would kind of walk it around and go, do-do-do, do-do-do, oof. And the oof would be the, the dog kind of falling over. And she just cackled and laughed at that. And it became that we would only, we started only doing that with her um, giraffe and Therefore, and hence, if you ask Abby to this day what a giraffe says, she says, do, 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 oof. That's what a giraffe says. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fill her mind with nonsense. Yeah. Delightful, glorious nonsense. Mm-hmm. For a very long time, the first time we took her to the zoo, um, she was fairly young and she said, you know, she wanted to see the do, do, do's. Um, now she does say giraffe, but at least she still knows they say do, 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 oof. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a little while, and I should actually pull this out again. I was working on a um, children's book that was, you know, what does the frog say? And then I was taking fun things from um, kind of other um, languages, what they say. Like, we say a frog says ribbit, and I can't remember where, but, um, you know, a frog says kiki riki riki. Um so, again, trying to fill small children's head with nonsense. Just, you know, destabilize the center. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody doesn't need to think a frog says ribbit just because yeah. that's what the U.S. has decided a frog says. Frogs leave everywhere, and they say lots of things depending on where you're from. Exactly. A beast doesn't say buzz, it says zum, zum, zum. That sounds better. Yeah, it does. Zum, zum, zum. That makes more sense to me. There's no buh sound. It's more zum, zum, zum. See, they, they have it right. I... I feel like that more accurately represents my understanding of a B sound. But I've been indoctrinated. Yeah, and it was going to have kind of the language of origin. And anyway, I'll finish that one day. Will you, though? Mm, I don't know. Or will you just be sidetracked by this nonsense? Mm, Hard to say. Amber. Yo. Do you have a recommendation this week? I do. It's very much in keeping with my theme. Great. Except for that one, one, one book you, the outlier book. The so, outlier so, books. So, Amber, what show under two seasons are you going to recommend today? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Megan. <laughs> so watching Elijah Wood mm-hmm. run around with Vin Diesel uh, in this, this high fantasy, crazy, crazy bonkers nonsense made mm-hmm. me think of the two-season show yes go on Dirk gently's holistic detective agency yes based on the the douglas adams books i yes. believe of the same name mm-hmm. um i think it's Dirk gently's holistic detective agency in the long dark tea time of the soul by yes. douglas adams mm-hmm. um so i don't know if the latter was ever finished but essentially based on douglas adams books elijah wood's in it other people are in it. Uh, you know how terrible I am with actors and their mm-hmm. names, but it is so freaking good. It is bonkers bizarre. The opening scene from the first season, oh my God, it's 
carnage. It's crazy, nonsensical carnage. You just, it's, it's like watching that when they first wake up from the hangover moment, you're just panning mm. around a room trying to make sense of what you're seeing, only this time with bodies and pieces of bodies. Excellent. It's great. Yep. And there's a mystery. It's great. And it makes no sense. And it's only two seasons, of course. And I love it so much. And Elijah Wood is great in it. And I, I still need to watch it. I'm, I'm excited to at some point. Yes, we should definitely do that. Yep. It's so much fun. It's so bizarre. Excellent. Good recommendation. So, Amber, I have a recommendation, too. Do tell. Okay, I will. My recommendation this week is a board game. It's a board game called Pandemic. I was visiting my dear, dear friends, the Stobbs, in the Cape, and one of them brought Pandemic with them. And it is a really interesting game where you are trying to stop the world from being overtaken by a plague. Actually, four plagues. Why would you do such a thing? You really Vin Diesel it up in this. Oh, man. Yeah. That poor witch queen. I know. She put so much work into this. I know she did. So... It's really nifty because you play as a co-op. You Your characters each have unique skills, which you can use to fight the different diseases. And you talk about what the next best move is for your characters and kind of thinking about a few moves ahead and what makes sense in order to cure all these diseases. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's really nice to play, especially if you don't, if you're not a competitive player and you kind of want to work together against the game itself. There's also an app version, which I actually downloaded after the first time I played it because I was I became very obsessed with the game. So um, it's better to play in person, but if you can't, there's like a $4.99 app you can get from the app store. Play well with others. Exactly. I mean, it's not a message I support, but stop plagues and work together. Hey, Amber, do you want to turn the air conditioning back on? I do want to do that. All right. Is this going to be how we end every episode now? Well, for the summer, I think so. Until the fall comes and saves us. Glorious, glorious fall. So, Amber, before we get to turn our AC back on. I don't think we need to do this. Let's let's just end and we can go turn the AC back on and everything will be great. I want to say to you. We don't have to, but you don't have to. And to all of our listeners. I don't think they want it either. Rockabye baby. No. In the treetop. That's creepy. Just rockabye. She's going to die. That baby's going to die. Why did you put it in that tree? Rockabye baby. Why are baby. you bringing this up? Is it a plague tree? Is that why you brought it up? Is the, is the baby the witch queen? <laughs> All right. Bye, Amber. Bye, Megan. Bye.